she's 90 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend House Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod My name <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Ben Lomas, and I Perfect. am feeling 100%, but there's a man sitting opposite me who somehow doesn't get sick. It's the one and only Daryl Jai Singer. Hello, Benjamin Lomas. That, for listeners, that wasn't a made-up. Oh, ben has been no. coughing uh, all pre- before the podcast. I can't wait for Josh Earl to come into the studio <laughs> next and use that very same microphone. But oh. I resent that you said I don't get sick. In fact, I would say I'm a little bit sick as well at the moment. Oh, well, you look great. Sick. You look I, like a million bucks, man. I feel like a million bucks. You didn't notice that apparently. I'm wearing another jacket that you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, like he walked in. I was like, another jacket. And also, what well, the weird thing about it is it doesn't surprise me anymore. No, but it's, it's, it, this one is an older one. It's been around for at least four, right. five months. I'll ask you this. Has yes. it been recently dry cleaned? Not really. Okay. No, it, just, no, no, it, looks, no. it looks new. I guess if you have that many jackets. I feel like I can find a photo of Fitbit that we're taken with a guest that I'm wearing. Uh, with the jacket. jacket. I reckon. So. But Ben, here's the, I want to go off, well, we'll get on to why you're nearly fucking dead. Yeah. Um, we've got to talk about how this was, uh, our one-on-one catch-up before I head off on my yes. uh, trip, but also we were going to do a Wayne, and now you've told me that we might not be able to do a Wayne. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but before anything else, before any actual fitness and health chat, yes. I want to ask you, what does this song mean anything to you? He's dancing, but he's not talking. Uh, I think it has it over you. I'll get over you. It's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite songs. Is it? Yeah. Because you played this in your... Um when I went to see you sh- perform at the uh, comedy festival, yes. this was your outro song. Yeah, I love it's it. It's one of my all-time favorite it's songs. One of my favorite. So songs. why did you have this at the end of the song? Uh, um, because I, I, when I leave a gig, I put right. on like a lot of time. I want people to go. Hey, I had a great time. Yeah. And then you know when someone leaves and they get up and they just want to go. Oh yeah. This uh, I'm feel, feeling. I'm good. I feel, I feel good. And so you sort of dance out. Right. I mean, I know the lyrics out. I'll get yeah. over you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Other things I want to bring up is it is one of my all-time favorite songs, yeah. right? And this is really random and nothing to do with Fitbit but there's a line in the song where it sounds like he says and I'll deny the jizz in my eyes <laughs> and I just I just want to play it for you listen to this right, part okay. here we go this part listen he <laughs> <laughs> absolutely says listen listen <laughs> I'm just wondering, is that, is like, you know, because the reason why, there's two reasons why I love that song. One, because it's just a great song. And two, the, I cannot stop watching the film clip. The film clip is one of the yeah, greatest Yeah, where they dance in the tight dancing. jeans, and then shirt I tucked that, in, that t-shirt l- tucked in. Is that line also when the elephant comes out? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was an elephant. I can't remember. Yeah, because they, they go, it's like random. It's just like a white screen. It's yeah. a big studio. And then they've also got like, out of nowhere, they've got like a, a Moriachi man playing, oh, and then wow. they got trombones, and then my favorite is just a Roy Orbison lookalike. Oh uh, well, maybe it has something to do with because this is from the soundtrack of Pretty Woman. 
and Pretty Woman was sung by dun, Roy dun, dun, Orbison. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Maybe it's some sort of callback to that. Yeah, For those okay. who don't know, this song is called King of Wishful Thinking by a band called Go West. I'm pretty sure yeah. One Hit Wonder. One Hit Wonder. Yeah, right. But it's such a great song and it makes me feel good. But uh, And I was so excited that you put it at the end of your show. I was like, I need to talk to you about this. It's it's great. And also, I think he follows a line because uh, like Daryl Braithwaite, who, you know, with horses, like, yeah. you know, the greatest song, he's coming back and hitting festivals and he plays a couple of songs and he just does that hit song. Yeah. That's what he's doing now. Over oh, in the this UK. guy, Go West guy? Yeah, he'll just come out and like, right. oh, my God, what? Oh, you haven't heard about them? And then he plays a song. Everyone goes, this is amazing. Oh, man, King of Wishful Thinking. One more time, one more time. Let's do it. You It's too perfect. Okay, okay, let's get into the uh, podcast. Uh, uh, tell me, why are you sick after three weeks? You're still sick. Now, You're still coughing. And, and look, thank you. Some people have uh, said some kind words. It, it is have going they? around. It is going around. Mm. And uh, and the feedback. And you get flu shots. Oh, don't look. look this I, I went a bit hard on uh, social media with a couple of my friends. Is uh, is people who again look? If you are one of those people, if you think flu shots don't help, yeah. you're a fucking idiot because you're just as bad as anti-vaxxers. It Whoa. makes no no sense that you can go. Oh yeah, you got to get immunized. Oh, but you know what? Flu shots don't work. It makes no fucking sense. Okay, because well, there's so many studies out there that if you have it, you have more chance of reducing the flu. It's 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 science. It's fact. So when people go, yeah, but I haven't had it for eight years. You know what? I can flip a coin eight times in a row and get tails. It's luck. It's probability. But science says that if you get the flu shot, you have less chance of getting the flu. And what's so- happening in South Australia and now in Victoria, people are dropping like flies. A 12-year-old died in Adelaide. It's intense at the moment, the flu season. Look, I resent that you're saying fucking idiot uh, because I uh, am one of those people. Uh, 34 years I am, Ben. Yes, and but, but what are you basing this on? Are you basing this on science? I'm just basing this on the fact that I've never had to have the flu shot. Yeah, I know. But then having it won't make you then get the flu. That's like people that's, saying... That's what people... No, this is why I'm, I'm saying it's like, I know I'm... I, look, hey, let me start by saying this. I am willing to learn and change. Right? Oh, okay. So I I'm like not stuck it. in my oh. ways. I'm not stuck in my ways by any, th- any means. I didn't know there was such a deep scientific uh, research that you're bringing into this discussion. But... <laughs> I did not know that there was a thing that the more you get the flu shot, the less um, like it affects other people or not. Yeah, you know I mean? and that's the thing. Like you could be a carrier of a disease, mm. and then you could like meet a child who doesn't have a flu shot, and then they'll get it. You might not get it, but then they get it. If you have the flu shot, is that true? Yes, that is true. Okay, well, see, now I'm already. Um, I go okay. They'll take more responsibility. But if you start by saying you're a fucking idiot, you've automatically totally turned agree. off your audience. And the other I do. And I apologize. Uh, no, I mean, I, me. Who cares I, about anyone <laughs> else? I'm saying if you want, if you want, maybe about our listeners. Here's the thing: if you want people to change, this is the problem with arguing online and debating yeah, online. That's true. It is, it's always just like black and white there's no middle ground <laughs> i'm willing to hear the truth i'm willing yeah. to be a better person but if you come on that like swinging yeah. because here's the thing here's where i stand I, I i'm happy to get it yeah right but by all accounts when i used to work in an accounting office everyone who would go get the flu shot come back and they're crook for three days yeah. in the meantime there's me and my boss paul and another guy in the office none of us got the flu shot and we would always and it was skip free it. at your workplace uh, I can't even remember, but I know it was, for example, I was yeah. doing some radio at the ABC last week or two weeks ago, and there was free flu shots there. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm I'm okay, because it. Uh, I just feel like it was making other people more sick. 
Yep, yep, totally. So I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm again. I'm happy to I guess, get told. Uh, to be honest, I'll say I used to be like that. I used to be like that, and then I, uh, I guess my my idea has changed. And probably talking to doctors mm. that since I've had kids, it's changed because sure. there's more on the line. But you understand my hesitance, given that in the last three you weeks look, you've been you when you look yeah. at Exhibit A, who has had the flu shot, <laughs> and you look at Exhibit B, who's never had the flu shot. Can you tell me <laughs> that I am an actual fucking idiot, or am I just looking at Facts that are in front of me going, you know what? It's probability. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, but look, I agree. I'm I, happy to listen to the experts, but right I, now all I'm oh, hearing geez. is through your gurgling well, and your coughing and you, your phlegm flying through, it's hard to take you seriously. Well, you're like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's I, like, I get it. It's like I get me it. being fucking 125 kilos and telling people, the you know cheat what? Work. <laughs> but she did work. No, but if you were still 125 kilos. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Would. For over a whole year, yeah. I mean, 125. Guys, seriously, this cheat day thing's amazing. <laughs> you go. <laughs> You gotta have it, man. It's, it's fucking great. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's totally hard agree. to take you, uh, it's hard to accept what you're saying given how the way two of us sound right now. I know. And I, and I, it has been, and, and for the parents out there who, cause I realize I've been lucky. I've been really lucky the five years of having children that we've never all been sick. Like, and so it's just that thing where you can't, you can't get better cause there's no downtime. And like, you know, in our work, I've had to say no to a couple of gigs, but some gigs you can't say no to. You have to do them. You've been locked in months in advance. You're right. You can't do it. So it's just been trying to find the downtime. And then, mm. like, people go, yeah, but just, just, just rest on the weekend, mate. I was like, there's no rest on the weekend. The only mm. rest is because you're with your kids. It's even harder because they're at daycare. But we've just been really, really lucky that we have been healthy. Like, I realize I haven't been this six in about maybe two, three years. And this is not overly bad. Like, I can still function. Can you? <laughs> okay. It's harder. It's harder. <laughs> but at the same time, like, you know, and the one thing that's killed me is I've been still been able to work. I've been looking after kids. It's been hard. But the one thing I've had to let go, and this has been the hardest too, actually, is squash. I just, my lungs at the moment won't mm. allow me to do it. And now I am 10 days behind uh, my preparation. Yeah. Oh. And that's been, because okay. that, I, I did it and then Maya had to pull me aside because I just came back like a coffee mix in the morning going, no, no, no. This is doing more harm than it's good. Yeah. Rest until you're better. Yeah, yeah. Rest up. Do Don't again. do it to run. You take another flu shot. Yeah. Just- <laughs> you fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, sounds real good. Oh, It's just like it's been so long, and yeah, you know, I know. I'm, I, this is my fucking point. Uh, it's sorry. been so long. Excuse me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right. God. So flu shots, yeah. Flu Sounds shots. good. So anyway, shots, 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 shots. Um, oh, um, yeah. Okay, so you've dropped the running. Uh, ten days behind. <sighs> Two what days week? Uh, what week were you up to? Do week. You know? Uh, starting week three. Because I was keen on trying to do a Couch to 5K with you before uh, we recorded this one in particular yeah. because uh, we, like I said, I head off to, when do I go? I go on Friday. So we're Friday. recording this on Wednesday, June yeah. the 4th, yeah. 5th. And uh, I now head off on Friday for about, uh, I go to uh, Perth for gigs, but then Thailand with the Little Dum Dum Club yep. and then Sri Lanka for 10 days. So yep. I was kind of keen to, uh, you know, put a little um, timestamp on where yeah. we're at before I head off on my holiday. Uh, but now tell me, uh, so... Well, couch of 5K, you reckon you're behind? I reckon I am behind. But I don't think, given that you are uh, <coughs> someone who 
um, said you felt like you could push more than what it's offering, yeah, yeah. that maybe you might not be a massive setback? No, I don't think so either. Like, I, So I, for I, 10 days you haven't exercised? Uh, no, I mean, I've ridden my bike a bit. But oh, that's okay, yeah, yeah. See, of, that's really good that you're able to maintain yeah, that. Yeah, but then also I don't have a choice. I don't have a second car. I've been dreaming about a second car. In ride. Because then, like, I'd be able to then take the second car, but I haven't been able to do that. I nearly got Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stick yeah. with what works. I was like, the reason why, because I just feel like I'm not there because I'll use Uber all the time. Yep. So, yeah. So, okay, now with the thing is the the sickness. Uh, so you reckon no, not other than the bike, nothing. Now, tell us what happened with the scales. Oh, yes. So, so now- I was very keen on getting <laughs> on the scales. So, so, um, these scales, by the way, is the second batch of scales that I've bought. Yes, yes, yes. Just, the second just, batch. Just reminding now, people. Now, I, uh, the scales have been in the car. They've been in the car since the live episode because we brought oh, them yeah, to the sure. live episode. Did we use it? Uh, no. So, I took the scales to the live episode that we didn't, and I put it in the back of the boot. So, then we were doing an upshot run, and the upshot run, uh, we put all the stuff in the back of the boot, and then we went to the upshot and we put it in the upshot. And then I was like, oh no, I saw the scales in there. Make sure you don't put the scales, I'm leave in the back of the boot. So, we nearly lost them. We nearly, I was like, until you get in the third pair of scales. <laughs> so, last night, I'm like, we didn't sleep at all throughout the night. Tay uh, woke up because he keeps thinking the sun comes up at three o'clock in the morning and yeah. I need to explain to him that it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, the sun doesn't wear a balaclava. It fucking wakes up at seven o'clock. Minky, <laughs> Minky's got this new thing where she gets she gets bored and she freaks out. So as soon as she's bored, she freaks out. She's like, Daddy, I'm bored. Ah! <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I was like, Daddy, it's okay to be bored. You can let your imagination go. But like as soon as she gets bored, she's like, I'm going to wake up my brother. I'm bored. It's like she's scared of being bored. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I was like, okay, what I'm going to do is um, uh, we'll just, I'll just take the scales here. So I was like, fine, right. no dramas. So anyway, we wake up, uh, get the kids ready. We're running late. My jumps in the car. She takes the car to work, put the kids in there, locking the seatbelt. I sit in there, right? I sit in there, and I was like, okay, great. And then Mai comes in, jumps in the car. I run back inside. Mai drives off. I was like, the fucking scales are in the back. I run after Maya down the street going, I need the scales. I need the scales. I need the scales. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing a beanie, tracksuit pants. I've got snot running out of my nose, and I'm in a dressing gown. And the neighbor who least likes me just turns to me, and I'm just running out going, I need scales. I look like a fucking drug dealer. Wow. It was amazing (laughs) this morning. It was amazing. I was like, I need scales. Like, if I don't get scales, I can't measure this shit up and sell it, okay? (laughs) I'm just yelling at a car. (laughs) I apologise for not bringing them in. But it's it's my bad. Okay, 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 cool. Well, um, we'll weigh them in and we'll put them in the description. So we still... Where are the scales? Well, you have the same pair at home, don't you? I do have the same one at home. And I'll jump on them when I get home. Okay. And then we'll put them in our repeat. Because we do want to... Because I am curious. I know... Because I want... I know... I I can tell you, I looked at mine this morning on the same scales. Yeah, and what were you? 88.1. Fuck. I looked on the scales ages ago and I was 104. Oh, wow. So so you're about 16 kilos heavier than me. Yeah, point. yeah, totally. Wow. And I still, the dream is still to get to 95, but you are three kilos off your goal weight, my friend. Mm. And I could kilos. Yeah, I could have. Look, I actually thought about um, last night, uh, you know, doing the whole uh, sauna. sauna steam thing. Yeah. And I reckon between last night and this morning, I could have shaved off another two kilos of water weight because I've been drinking a lot of water. Yeah. Um, but I decided not to. 
I've wanted to sort of just keep it yeah, as totally. like um, organic as possible. So I reckon if I really was desperate enough, I could you push could hit to it. Get That's a huge a, milestone. It is because also recently what I've been doing is I've been um, hitting the gym a lot more. I've uh, been doing a lot more weight training. Yeah. So now, is that to tighten the skin or just, just getting muscle? Just your, get muscle. Get some. Is salt. it helping with the skin? I don't not necessarily notice anything because main my main issues with skin would because I've be, noticed you know, it in your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Fuck, reckon, you sound so dead, by the way. Mate, right I'm now. just yeah. It kills me because yeah, I'm just no- taking my jacket off so yeah. that Ben can see. <laughs> no, I've noticed in, the, in your shoulders. Yeah, see, there's uh, a bit more definition. Look, in the, that, there's some that's some decent definition. Doing good bicep there. Yeah, I keep there's a really interesting <laughs> uh, lighting. There. God, I love you. Do you want to? This is like chest. you got the chest muscles there. Chest, yeah, the chest. You're working there. Yeah, look at that. You're amazing. Look at that. Look at that. It's got a little, you can start like, to see a little. It's a little thing. Because I notice that's when I go hard on the weight training, yeah. I notice it the most. In my but my gut's thing. still fucking fat as hell. Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like yeah. uh, my upper body definitely is starting to take some shape. But yeah. uh, but in terms of the gut, it's still flabby and fat. Yeah. So when you say loose skin, I don't think that I'm going to see much notice in terms of uh, issues with skin with the top part of the body. It'll be around the guts is where my loose skin will be. We have had people who who said, like, if you just keep at it, over time it does naturally tighten. No, it was John Hastings who said that it does. because he was was younger. younger. So maybe because I've been fatter for longer that maybe it might not necessarily, you know, squeeze back in. But, um, yeah, so other than that, I'm like – Three kilos, like, that is insane. Oh, I can easily. I reckon I can easily hit it in a week if I wanted to. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, so that, yeah, But totally. the thing is, this I've, I've, it's not about that number. That's so funny because I've got to ninety. The closest I've got to ninety-five is ninety-seven. Yeah, and then and then it's like I have not been able to duck under ninety-seven. And if I'm now one hundred four, might be one hundred three. I don't mm. know, but it's that thing where it's like I've also realised that I need to, I get better. And also, I'm actually generally excited about running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you should get better. You should try another flu shot. See how the- that works. <laughs> um, so we have. <laughs> I just love that we yeah. almost it's like a uh, like a, uh, a like a radio show, like a little uh, button uh, yeah, that we have button. to push. Did every it, time we mention your flu, you just go. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's been absolutely brutal. Hey, we've got some interesting uh, bit of messages from folks. Yeah, we've we've, we've actually like we weren't expecting to turn feedback. We've got some mm-hmm. feedback and and a lot. And, and again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, for feedback. Uh, one shout out is to the Dutch expat community. I wasn't aware how much of our supermarkets uh, have Dutch food. <laughs> oh, really? Um, ever since I've been mentioning it, Hachelslach, uh, Flocken, uh, Appelstrop, uh, they're all out there. That, that's all- not the flu shot talking. That's <laughs> that's just the way they pronounce it. That's how it Strobwafels. And my favourite is Ombaitkuk. Ombaitkuk. I didn't even know that existed. Do you know what Ombaitkuk is? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally translated to... Breakfast cake. Oh yes, <laughs> and it is phenomenal. I oh, forgot good on you Netherlands good for having. Um, so you have it in the morning. So for a lot of it, for Dutch expert is breakfast is usually a, a piece of bread with butter and cheese, mm. and then you have on bake cook, which is oh. like a honey bread with ginger that you put butter on that as well, and right. you have two slices of that, and that's your breakfast. Fucking hell, that sounds amazing. So they've been now hitting you up about all these different places to go. Yeah, yeah, and just the photos as well of like flocking. Like flocking used to be my thing. Yeah. Like it's just, it's flocking is just flakes of chocolate. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and you just put it on there. And the, the ingredients. On bread. And stuff, yeah. 
Oh, like, this yeah, is really insane. difficult for me because I am uh, currently experimenting with, uh, I guess, closer to keto yeah, than, right. than my, right. my slow-carb diet that I was doing uh, with the cheat day. So yep. I reckon since Wednesday that we may have done our last catch-up, whatever yeah. that date was, maybe like just a, I think it was just <gasps> after I did my Sydney show. So let's say May 14th, right? Yep. So about two, three, two and a half weeks now, I haven't had a cheat day. I've uh, pretty much just like oh, I've tri- just been doing keto. Yeah, I've been trying to like once in a while there'll be a little slight variation. Like um, you know, if there's uh, what was it? Something had a little bit of like oh, it was crumbed slightly. Yeah. Like, so yeah, for yeah. example, like I had some scallops on on Sunday, and there was like a bit of crumbing on it. I'm like, well, technically that's not keto, but yeah, I think yeah, yeah. as long as it's under 30 grams of fat or something, it might still be ketogenic. And yeah. so I, I'm just experimenting, but. To be honest, I'm a little bit nervous because now when I go to Thailand, starting from next Sunday, I'm going to cut back and just enjoy all the food. But I'm worried that isn't – didn't we have someone like Eve Ellenbogen tell us that once you – Get back on the non like keto diet. If you go keto and then you go back on non keto, you, you put it back on. So what do you? So you just you're locked into this for the rest of well, your and, life. And this is yeah, I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like it's I don't know. It's like you go keto and it's like I feel like you're doing some sort of martial arts. Like you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. it sounds it like sounds like karate. Yeah, karate. So then you, you start doing it and then that becomes your life. And do you stop? Like is that thing where if you stop karate, therefore you can't defend yourself? But like in this place, <laughs> as soon as you stop, you can't defend. Being fat again? Well, I'm curious. This is where I would love if any listeners of ours do have uh, a ketogenic diet or have approached it or tried it or something like that. Let me know because I don't think I necessarily did like hardcore where I was having like fucking, you know, piles of butter. And I, and uh, I still didn't and do like cheese, for example. Avocado. Like, so I have avocado. avocado. I'll have like a quarter or a half avocado for breakfast. Yeah. With That's what I have every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just was avoiding like uh, beans and lentils because it was all. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, just seeing how <laughs> I go. see if it works. And but also. Feel better. Like, do you have you noticed a change in how you feel? Interesting. So yesterday in the gym, I felt really weak. When you say gym, you mean bedroom or gym? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I really enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So high doing a high intensity workout. (laughs) Apple Watch was going off, and uh, so many trophies. (laughs) uh, Trophies. That is weird. Um, No, I was at the gymnasium with my personal trainer. Fucking him. But (laughs) (laughs) but no, uh, he uh, he said- You know what it is? Because I'm sick. I I find a lot of things funny. I don't know if you have this when you're sick and you just have no guard. So have you just been- Every time you perform, you're funny? You feel feel really sick? Like the gigs have been really fun, but even better, like my like my kids just have just been pissing myself. Like I, it's been said before, but me and Kate a couple of mornings goes like I'm making my smoothie. She goes, "Daddy, why are they called blueberries, but they're purple?" Good question. A great question. Mm. And I just go, I know nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. Cause I'm like, I don't know the answer. This is such a great question. I should applaud you, but in the end, I'm just laughing at the fact that I have no, I, I have no answer to this. I started talking about oxidation. I was like, she just went away and walked off and played what with her dolls. What does oxidation? What did you try to? Well, do? I don't don't know. lie. Like, don't lie. You just, no. you know what a good thing is. You sh- I've heard some parents talk about this. You go, hey, I don't know. Let's don't Google know. it together. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Why are you saying no? So what we do is we go, uh, no. So we do the same thing. So we go, hey, we don't know this. Let's find out. Let's go to the library. 
to the library. So, so we sometimes we take notes. We just try not to Google everything. So take the time to think about it and then maybe go to the book, find it or read another book and then later look at it. But we just don't want, from an educational perspective, that's mm. what, because we've been checking out schools. Like, because I, did I tell you I went to an old primary school? Yeah, we've talked about it on one episode. And, and it's that we think. Oh, well, at least for the listeners, it's an episode that's coming out yeah, at some point out. in the future. We've uh, done a few, banked a few <coughs> episodes together. Yeah. They might come out of order sometimes. So if you yeah. suddenly hear us talking to Brad Oaks and then we reference David Quirk and you haven't heard David Quirk yet, yeah. it's because it's all. But it's been pretty good. We've been. We've been good when we try. But yeah, keep going. But it's that same thing where it's like, um, just trying not to. Uh, automatically go to technology for the answer because it doesn't give you any time to think about it. If you don't know the answer, think about it before you then go to technology. So I don't mind what you're saying, but it feels like it's a real waste of time. No, it isn't. Well, it just feels like it. Because then Minky comes up with her own hypothesis and then we check her hypothesis. Well, can you can you t- think about it for 30 minutes at home and then check the hypothesis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we do. We, we that's that's why I said I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I like what you're saying. We, we but going to the library when you have no, the library like, in your fucking hand. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But also it's just pace. It's pacing out the thinking behind it. That's fine. I 100% yeah. love that. No, we don't do that with everything. She's like, you know, why is the sun uh, coming out? Okay, save it for seven weeks. We'll see you at the library. We <laughs> don't do that. That's what I mean, yeah. So no. And then by then by the point by the time she's sort of, you know, wanting to hear it, it's like, oh, I'm over it now. And, and, and what, the thing we really like is if you go somewhere and you ask the question if you don't know it, so like you say we're in a nursery, then then it gives her an opportunity to ask the person. And we've just noticed like, you know, like it might be a question about plants or something, then you ask the person who works at the place that you're working. And that's really fun because that shows her to engage with other people and find out information. Pretty much like we do with each other and our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to sort of do this already from a young age. Okay. Well, that's not a bad one, but I still. So, what's the answer with blueberries and pur- why they're purple? Um, you never looked it up because of society. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, society. It, just googling probably would have just got us the answer. And yeah, let's, in fact, let's you know, look, yeah, I, my I, phone I, is on airplane mode. Uh, oh, here we go. Look, oh, uh, Aldrin and four G. So what is, what is it? Okay, why I reckon. Are Blueberries. Call blueberries when they're generally purple. I reckon in the sun they probably look a bit blue. But in you look at the fridge, they're clearly purple. If not, sometimes black. Well, blueberries aren't actually blue, but deep purple, which is the color of anthocyanin, a pigment that is especially rich in blueberries. Humans have evolved to be attracted to and want to eat colored food, foods. <laughs> Sorry. I know where your brain went. <laughs> yeah, you've got jungle feet. Uh, good rule to follow is the darker the berry, the more uh, the more anthocyanins are present. So really, it's just that it's a it's just a name issue that basically they yeah. couldn't be bothered calling it purple berries. But tell me this now. Um, you are planning to get back on uh, Couch to 5K? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I hope you do. Because I had this lovely message from someone just yesterday. Yes. Saying... Uh, uh-huh, uh, I think I know which one you're going to talk about. No. no okay. Uh, saying, love the Fitbit pod. Inspired me to sign up to run um, to run Melbourne, uh, the 10K, even though I'm a horrible runner. So that's great. It's My great. job as ambassador is really working well. What I want to bring to the table is uh, one of our good friends slash listeners, uh, Bonnie, in uh, Perth has uh, sent me a message. She said, oh, my God, there's an app version of Fitbit. You guys could have invented it and made a lot of money. So basically. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an app called Diet Bet. 
and you can run your own group and create your own bet version of it. And uh, you basically, I haven't looked into exactly how it works. That's but basically, hilarious. You just have like a very, very different types of diet uh, bet. Yeah. So there's diet bet, step bet, run bet, sweat bet, basically like going, you got to keep up these challenges. But there isn't one called Fitbit though, is there? No, 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 no. But you want to start setting up an app. I love that you've written it down like it's now done. It's done. I'm it, done. It's completed. Yeah. And give it a couple of days. I'll Google it. <laughs> you go to the library. goes, what is app? And, uh, what is app? But, yeah, so uh, I think it's where you can basically um, set up a little uh, online betting thing with your mates or whoever. Like, even, like, we could do something with our listeners where we set up a pool. Yeah. And yeah. you go, it's like the Fitbit uh, diet group or whatever. And we sit, figure out a challenge that we all kind of want to do. Maybe I love this. Well, it could be steps. I feel like steps is something that we're steps all is a good of, one. We all and you can, and you, and you can compute or uh, sync it up, or I don't know how that works. No, no, yeah, yeah. I think it's all honesty. Yeah, honest. yeah. Oh, that's true. If only if people can cheat, but I don't want people to. No, cheat. No, I, I want. I want uh, yeah, I want. Let's uh, keep it like low stakes. Just gonna make it more fun. Like, I'm, yeah, you know, like five a million bucks up for grabs. <laughs> Mate, are you ready to give me more money? Because it's been a year. It, it's I it's been a, a year. And, I could take a bit more And you've money. had a slow year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could use uh, a little bit more. Because I'm being I'm, I'm going to Thailand. You going to Thailand. On my own account this time. This is really weird. Yeah, it must be weird it's to so not tough. have $1,000 to spend on pad ties. <laughs> did you say pad ties? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you suddenly become Sri Lankan? Uh, yeah, uh, so that, that's yeah. the other message. And then um, I wanted to ask you about this. You and I talked a bit about um, the word should. Should, yes. And how you and your partner don't use the word should anymore. Well, we don't, but we, that we try to well, avoid. Well, you try to avoid. Can you yeah. explain to me and the listeners again what you mean by that? Because uh, I find it an interesting chat. Yeah, no, uh, it was just that thing where it's like um, it's trying not to say because quite often when you go, oh, you should have done the washing or mm. you should have done the dishes. Right. Or uh, Minky, you should have put those shoes away. It just it's quite often it's uh, uh, it's sometimes aimed within the negative and that's sometimes when you're frustrated and you're parenting. Right. Uh, when you can actually flip it, when you go, hey, Minka, next time can you put your shoes away? Right. right? And okay. we'll do it together. And we just realised that once – because uh, it's embedded in our vernacular that should was kind of uh, dealing with uh, what's happened in the past tense. You can't really uh, change that because if, right. you, if you try and change something in the past, mm-hmm. right, uh, then, you know, you're sort of living in the past and there's, you know, it generates a level of anxiety. Right. If you think too far in the future, right, then, uh, you know, you go, well, am I going to fail because I should have done that? Will I do it in the future? Right. It's kind of what are we feeling right now? What's the present? My right, oh, right, oh, right. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. Because my brother had a, a similar thing that he read somewhere, and he kind of processed it, and he had it really written down really well. And I thought I'd screenshot it, and I was ready to bring it out on the pod, but apparently I haven't. So that's, I fucked that up. Well, we've got, well, you know, I mean, we've got a, a couple of uh, feedback things we want to share because mm-hmm. the thing is, we we do, and we try to get this back to people, and sometimes we you know, apologize if we don't get back to you sooner. But we really do appreciate it. Everything. Uh, from recipes, yeah. And while you're looking for that one, uh, what do you got? Recipes? Uh, no, there's one shout out uh, to a person uh, who wanted to rename, uh, remain nameless. Oh yeah. Uh, look, I just wanted to say a message to you. Uh, I love the podcast.
podcast. So thank you. Uh, keeps me very honest. Uh, I've been listening and talking about it and getting active uh, with my kids and love, Ben, how you talk about your kids. Uh, here's right. some tips. Little kickers classes uh, start at 18 months to seven years old. They specialize in fun and fun-based starts and sports activity. And this is really good because I was talking about how there was nothing for kids, especially right. to a young age. And since then, you know, I have had found a lot of places, especially a good one for parents out there with daughters, is every oval has uh, great soccer groups. And it's a really good one. If your kids, especially girls who sometimes uh, won't get into footy, like my daughter's slowly getting into footy, but soccer right. is a good segue to get in. So sometimes you'll see like kids as young as two getting into soccer. What so, do you reckon the difference between soccer and footy is for girls? I don't know. It just seems to be a bit more co-ed. Like even though there's female AFL and my daughter's yeah. really getting into that as well. But for some parents, it's just a, you know, it's a round ball and it's, it's really focused on mixed. So especially from a young age. <laughs> You just kick the soccer ball. Maybe because soccer is just sort of, in terms of rules, it's yeah. quite easy to kind of, uh, you know, explain the rules, going, hey, you can go yeah. move the ball around and then you just go in. And, uh, and, and that's why I love it as well. It's like footy at the moment now is is great. Like my daughter's into it. And, the, and like, you know, and again, women's AFL, like if you go to local matches, that's a great one to even take your kids, but especially for girls. It's like when you see other females playing AFL and it's just, you know, sometimes you think, God, I can't believe it took so long to get Mm. to this, but it is just so inspirational to watch my daughter watch them and go, oh, maybe I can do that. And she might never ever play footy, right? but it's actually pretty exciting. So there's, and it goes, because that's a reminder, like I I grew up in the city, so a lot of people who grew up in the country grew up with just- Heaps of (coughs) activities to kind of just be able to do outdoors. Yeah, but no, no, but your main focal point in the country is your footy club gig, your netball netball, um, uh, club. That's where all the functions go. That's where a lot of people have, you know, their 21st. Families actually get involved. Their parents are coaching the kids, that kind of stuff. People in the kitchen, uh, all that. And so in the city, you sort of, you get get sport for choice, right? So, you know, my daughter still does, uh, you know, dance classes. Yeah, uh, of course. And she absolutely loves it. It's sort of free flowing. uh, And then, you know, and my son, it's really like this is this is makes me so proud but it's just like each kid's different but it was like we woke up in the morning and i'm like oh we got a bit uh, no this is actually a decent time 6 30 and we play that matchbox 20 song for him (laughs) and see whether he goes back to bed but it was just like mink is really into craft like she can't stop drawing (laughs) right so anyway she so she gets up and she starts drawing and then i catch my son doing this and you know you have those proud moments no i don't where uh, you do, you do. You have As a kid, pr- I don't have kids. Yeah, I know you don't have kids, but you know when you- I'm proud of them by myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my life? <laughs> no, no. I have seen your issue. That is such yeah. an arrogant thing. Uh, I hope um, people realize that even I caught myself at how anyway, ridiculous so, that was. So my, my daughter's playing craft, and I was like, you know, I was like, I keep thinking, what sport? Like, Taylor's really into sport. Like, what sport will you really, uh, you know, push him to? I find him getting a stool. On the stool, he puts a little bunny- he walks back with three balls about halfway down the hallway and just starts pegging wow. at, at the bunny. I was like, what are you doing, Tony? I was like, new game, hit bunny off chair. Right. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, He's this will take forever. He's- <laughs> <laughs> me, me like blueberries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blueberries, yeah. blue. <laughs> um, Teo. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there with like different like he's got different types of balls, and I was like, oh yeah, right. And then the next one, second ball, like at least five, you know, four meters away, yeah. just pegs it straight, bunny's yeah. head off, and I just had that moment going, baseballer, we're going to the World Cup. 
<laughs> like I was just like I got so excited. I was like, this kid's right. coordinated. Yeah. Like he could the footy, but I didn't know he could throw like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. then lately we've been playing games. Like, Daddy, can we play catch? I was like, yeah. Throwing goes, don't, no cheating, one hand. I was like, so you got to put one hand behind your back. Yeah. And then throw and then catch. Now he can't catch with one hand. He thinks he can, but he can't. But, but I like it. I give it a couple more weeks yeah. and, and then off he goes. So Wow, that is very exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. But I just love it. I mean, he is 18 years old. He should be able to catch by this point. <laughs> but but it's just that thing where it's like, you know, we really focus on not much scream time. And it was just that thing where it's like yeah. they both invented those own two games. They That's don't incredible. yell for TV. They don't yell for the tablet. And it's just something that, you know, for us, we want to get better. And So when Minky's bored, when she's like, Daddy, I'm bored, why can't you try and get in, some game going? Uh, in, in the morning, like when it's still night and the lights aren't on, she just feels like the house isn't awake. It's like the house is asleep. So therefore, wow. she's bored. Once you turn on the lights, then she can get to her craft box. I'm going to start meditating. Start um, <laughs> well, I found the big that she does it at her daycare. She meditates at the yep. daycare. Yeah, they right do it. Off, like right it's off. huge at the moment for kids. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dave Thornton's uh, partner uh, posted a thing on Instagram about how because she yeah. meditates and her daughter just watched her for years and now has started doing it on her own without yeah. asking. Fre- just, yeah, Freddie. I can imagine Freddie doing that. Yeah, like, it's so cool. Hey, I caught one. I found my brother uh, posted. Tell me if this resonates with you. <clears throat> This is from Dilshan. People can follow him at Lazy Dilshan. He's quite funny. Um, he's very funny. He's very good at memes, making his own it, memes. I do like it. Yeah, he commented on one of your pics because he's yeah. a big uh, Nick Offerman fan and yeah. he saw that he was with you. Uh, he, In fact, the comment was, he goes, because uh, you posted a picture, Ben, of you meeting Nick Offerman yep. from uh, Parks fan. and Rec and he's in town to do a show. And um, and my brother said, yeah, we get it. You're uh, going to get him on the podcast. And he said, You've, I've already got the name for you, uh, Ketogenic. Yeah, and, yeah. Right? and I was like, mate, you stole that for me. Fuck you. <laughs> but Lazy Dilshan says, I caught myself thinking I should meditate every day. My problem with uh, expressing a goal with I should is that it has an invisible rule built into it. And whenever I break a rule, even for a legit reason, it leaves me feeling guilty for breaking it. Yes. If the stakes are high, I should call my parents more. For example, I should call my parents more because I don't know how much time I have left with them. Pretty grim, but I mean, he's right. Yes. <laughs> 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 um, if the stakes are high with the parents thing uh, I, and I break that rule, the guilt can turn into shame. What kind of son am I? And shame can really fuck me up. Swear words, uh, and shame can really fuck me up, and it's never been an easy, never been easy to bounce back from that. So it's time to revisit the assumption: who says you should do any of these? Who makes these so-called rules? What if you replace "I should" with "I want" or "I wish"? Would that give you a little more room to bounce back and a tiny push to make uh, keep working towards your goal? Question mark. And I thought that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. you, you set up... Uh, you, You're you setting set up, yourself up for failure yeah. even when you have legitimate reasons to yeah. uh, to not do it. And and, and and I think we've we've reflected that in our relationship as well. Like Ma and I, you, you know, it's... Oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's that thing where it's like, I don't, I don't feel like we do it to each other. Like, I mean, and this is a supportive thing and we, you know, and we do rib each other occasionally. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Let's not talk about your yeah. sex life. <laughs> but it's that thing where it's like, I've noticed with the kids, it's like, you, you know, like you can, you can... Sometimes it's better just to crack it in in the present rather than you should have done this or you should have done that. And and when you're tired and you're sick, you can fall back into old patterns. That's okay. Mm. But then at the same time, you're like, actually, you know, next time I'm going to get down to Minka's level and go, hey, darling, you know, like, you know, if you don't pack it away, I have to pack it away. And, you know, and if we keep our house clean, it means we can do more fun things like. And then she suggested what the fun thing. I was like, great. So next time you want to pack that away and then we'll do it. And then you just do it in such a friendly more uh, cohesive manner right. that you're working together as a family rather than it's me pinned against her. 
Right, you right. You know what it's I mean? A team like, effort. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, what else to get? Um, uh, yeah, can I share this one? Uh, so there's another one where we love it when people come up to me after. When you say another one, you mean another uh, mailbag? Mailbag. Where I love it, and you always hear it. It's like, hey, you know, love listening to the pod. Uh, you know, I was able to fit into those uh, pair of pants I've had for ages. Nice. And uh, you know, or it's a new shirt, or being able to do a couch to five k. I came across one which uh, I loved because uh, it just put a different spin on it. Um, I want to let you know that at the start of last year, I applied for the police force. At the oh, time, wow. I was over the required BMI uh, to get in. So my goal was to get under it so I could do my dream job of helping people. Along came Fitbit, which inspired me, and I ended up losing 10 kilos by mid last year. Oh. And before I had to do my fitness test and weigh in for the police force, I was well under my BMI and I breezed through the fitness test. Yeah! It was just such a great, great message. Um, and then she says, Now I've made it into the force and I am deep into the police academy training. And I have yourself and the pod and being part of what got me there. So thanks. Wow. Um, it was not what I expected, but I'm happy and wanted to share with you guys. And, and- this podcast is officially made. <laughs> Our streets safer. Yeah, 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 cool, yeah. You know, it's made the streets. I mean, to be fair, there's been a whole bunch of people who are so fit now they're just robbing people left, right, center, and running yeah. away with the jewelry. But you know, <laughs> I do like the idea that you're like, "Hey, give us that wallet." Do you listen to Fitbit? Oh god, god, this will be a close fight. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it took me a while to be able to read that because every time it's just you know it's just embedded in in my brain. But every time I read the term. A police academy. I'm just like. I keep thinking of the blue light, uh, blue jo- oyster club. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. I, um, I, another one? Yeah, uh, yep. Well, I want to talk about a therapy thing that I did uh, two weeks ago, last Sunday, two Sundays oh, yeah, ago. Cool. And I've got one more to read out. I'll read is, that one out and we we'll finish uh, up on my. It's quite full on. Okay, all, all right. right. We need to start wrapping up soon. So I want to quickly tell you about all this. Right. So Let's, tell me, and then I have to read this out. Okay, please. So uh, it is the. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, okay. I did a therapy at the Royal Botanic Gardens. Oh, it's called Royal. It's just Botanical Gardens in yeah. Melbourne. It was a big uh, night. You just slept there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, back in the old days. Mate, how's this? I'd never been inside the botanical gardens. I've run around the tan track multiple times. Well what? Over I've never gone inside. Oh, it's Mate, I lived, I lived near the Shrine of Remembrance back in 2007 to 2009 for two years. Never went inside. Why don't we talk about how amazing oh, it's the, the botanical gardens is? It's the is. best. And it's like it's so near the city. And when you're in there, you can't see a single building. Like, best you can hear- date spot ever. <laughs> you don't think I've thought about that? <laughs> I just love that you like thought, oh, what a great revelation. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I actually don't want to take make it a date spot. It's like my spot now. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so because this is what happened, I was talking to someone about how I felt really disconnected from nature and yeah. how, um, you know, just since the start of the is year. because you've eaten so much of it? <laughs> No, because it's just what? No, like as Nature, it just, you eat beef, this, cattle. I don't know. Stop riffing. Today you're banned from riffing. Your brain is not. Fun. I'll put away the bag of riffs. <laughs> See, that's good. <laughs> no, no, no. But I know what you mean. Like, okay, in terms of nature, right? Like, yeah. I felt like I was working so much in, um, yeah. you know, uh, oh. concert festivals. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do roadshow this year, which is usually a little bit of a release from me from the city. I go yeah. into regional towns, so you get a bit more nature there. Yeah. Man, I haven't had that. I felt yeah. like it was just airplanes and buildings. For the last five, six months. So I was saying this to a friend. I'm feeling really disconnected. I'm like, I can't wait to go to Thailand because I can, you know, go for swims and blah, blah, blah. Oh, but then the, they were like, um, you know, why don't you go to this thing at the Royal 
National Botanical Gardens where they do a therapy called forest therapy. And it's a, it's a Japanese technique called yep. Shinrin-yoku. I've and the, heard of this. Yeah, and the last time I mentioned it, you laughed at me on the pod. Oh, no, asshole. you didn't say the Japanese thing. Yeah, just go, so as soon as it's Japanese, it's uh, all like I am legit. fluent. Yeah, my God. <laughs> Sorry. So if it's my thing, it's not fine. But if it's Japanese, oh, yeah. Can right. I just share this with you? Yeah, so it's just, I, I did eight years of Japanese. Yeah, and Bukaki. And, <laughs> That's Japanese. That what- I was, we've, we've checked out this school uh, for my daughter. It's a bilingual school. And it's like half the uh, curriculum's in Italian. And um, anyway, so it cuts. Half the curriculum's in Italian? Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's a real common thing. There's also a German one we've been checking out. Anyway, long what story the short. Hell? Why don't you just. She, no offense, your daughter can barely speak English. Uh, no, what? she's very good. She's very like linguistically <laughs> I've, blown I've away. made a lot of raw rubing jokes against Ben Lomas <laughs> over the last fifty six episodes. This is the first time I think he was genuinely upset. I no, should, as soon as I'm it's very good. proud of where she is. Like, right. like just because, like you know, she was so. Let me unkind. reframe. You re- yeah, let me reframe. I, I, you can barely speak English, <laughs> especially at the moment. Um, Sorry, no, go on. But we were at Bar- we were at, um, at a shopping center, and uh, and my daughter goes, actually, Daddy. I can actually speak four languages. I was like, what? She goes, well, I can speak English. Uh, she goes, I can speak Dutch and German. I was like, I didn't have the heart to break it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, some sure, sentences, sure, sure, but yeah, yeah. your grandparents, no, no. she goes, and I kind of can speak Italian. Right. I was like, she goes, but I guess I can only say one word. <laughs> I was like, what's your one word? And she just goes, Italiano. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Speaking of your daughter speaking so wonderfully well, there is that fi- bit of audio that we have of them, uh, you interviewing them. Yes. Uh, that we tried to play in a previous uh, I know, and we had to cut it out. We had to cut it out. I um, will put that up. The shame thing, I think people would have listened to our last catch up ep. We do talk about it. And in the when we recorded the pod, Ben did play it to me. Yeah. Uh, but it, we couldn't put it on the podcast itself because uh, we didn't know how to, for some reason, apparently it wasn't going, going, yeah, through, it wasn't going to, through. through. It was uh, only hearing me react to it. Yeah. But I have heard it and it's amazing it's amazing your daughter does speak wonderfully and they're both really funny yeah it's yeah. like did they get it from Ming- maya is it that yes maya is a, a, a <laughs> linguistic teacher and it definitely doesn't get it from me but okay so, so shinrin yoku yeah or yoku yoki anyway either way it, di- direct translation means forest shower now you don't actually shower <laughs> <laughs> i knew that was gonna happen that's why i had to cut it off before you started it's not an actual shower you keep your clothes on the entire time yeah, it yeah. was on a sunday from <laughs> Uh, at 10 o'clock, right? And I woke up on uh, a Sunday uh, very, like, tired. It was a big Saturday night. It was a big Saturday night. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, a lot know. of, like, gym work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 The Apple Watch was, like, just... just <laughs> you had to one stage taken off. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning, and I'm like, I can't be bothered going for this. Yeah. This is no. bullshit. It's no. tiring. Then I thought, oh, I've already paid my 30 bucks. Yeah. You know, all right, I'll just go. I'll just go. And I forced myself out of bed, and I went there. And they were like, okay, make sure you go to the toilet first, um, because it's going to be uh, two hours. I'm like, fuck off! Two hours? This is ridiculous. Like, how long can you be in therapy for two hours? Fuck this! Yeah. It's bullshit. I'm getting angry, but I'm like, oh, fine. I'll just do it. Thirty and for ma- two hours. That's good money. Forget about good value for money. Yeah. Just the time. Two hours. Yeah, I get, a, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm a busy man. Yeah, you are a very busy man. <laughs> a lot of flying to do. <laughs> and so I work. then decided. <laughs> I decided to keep going anyway. Right? And mate. The first, you do a bunch of exercises. Like, sorry, um, 
activities they call it okay. so this first one is literally you just stand like there's about 10 15 people you stand in a circle and everything's really kind of quiet and keeping it like they say try and minimize your talking even yeah. if you're with a friend try not to talk and chat and stuff like that yeah. it's just meant to be about immersing and yourself in your nature <laughs> take your phone off you know right. take the uh, put your phone on silent blah 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 and um they uh it's such a uh, in japan it is actually like government paid for like it's a medicare benefit like you can do this therapy and then get a rebate yeah so like japanese truly believe in this and the reason it's called forest shower is not because you like you shower, but it's apparently the the trees release some kind of thing that sort of is supposedly like there to repel predators uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i forget yeah. what the word was I, I, it does have a word it sounds like the word fight it's got the word fight in it. Yeah. But anyway, either way, it's something like it pushes away predators. But that, whatever the, the, the pheromone equivalent is, is really good for humans yeah. for de-stressing and relaxing. So they, like, encourage you. So basically, you're showering in that. Yeah. So the first couple of exercises. There's not someone at the top of the tree just pissing on you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a different type Did of forest shower. Working? That's a golden shower. <laughs> also invented by Japan. <laughs> but I, um, so the first one is just literally limbering up. You're moving your head, blah, blah, blah. And then they sort of, um, you know, tell you to sort of close your eyes and sort of like actually just open your mouth and start feeling the, the, the maybe potentially the nature like on your tongue. And I quickly like, you just meant to like breathe it in, right? I looked, opened my eyes and looked and there's a woman literally with her tongue out trying to like lick the air. I'm like, I think, I think she's completely going too far with this. You're yeah, not meant yeah. to lick the air. But anyway, then afterwards they're like, okay, just close your eyes. And we were in, the, in an oak garden and there's all these different types of oak trees from all parts of the world. And they're like, just sort of, uh, you know, start spinning. And when you feel like you want to stop, just stop and open your eyes. Like, you know, just you kind of let your body do all the talking. Yeah. So, you know, for me, of course, I was facing the sun. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll open my eyes here. This feels nice. And then they're like, now just go towards a tree that you feel like a connection with of some sort. Well, what? Don't judge it. Just if you look at something and you go, I want to go closer to that, just go to that. And go to that and see, they say these sort of things like, it's kind of hippie-ish, obviously. Yeah. Like, you know, put your hand on the tree. Just see if you can, like, feel the textures of the tree. Just listen to <laughs> if there's a- so weird. A whole bunch of tourists are walking through, and this is a whole bunch of people feeling trees. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And it's like they said, put your hand up and just sort of see if the tree tells you a story or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And then that woman with the tongue out, she literally had her ear to the tree listening. <laughs> it was like, like, listen to Fitbit. <laughs> Download it on iTunes. <laughs> review. It was a review. Yeah. Review five Ask stars. An Edinburgh Fringe uh, cheat day. <laughs> so, um, you know, so I went to a tree that looked rather <coughs> nice and was facing the sun. And yep. I went there and I'm like, oh, this is my tree. And then I went, oh, no, 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 no. I saw another one. I'm like, that's my tree. And there was an oak tree that was shaped exactly like a cock and balls. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it had this huge bulge at the bottom yeah. and then this straight up shaft. And I'm like, so that tree is too funny for me not to and get to it. And you were just like wrapping it with plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It started playing George Michael. <laughs> Careless whispers. And then, um, um, no, I, I, I just went towards it because it made me laugh. But then yeah. also, the it, I realized because of the bulge, I could sit on it. And I was just sitting there for like 10 minutes and just enjoying it. And then from there, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip through the rest of the activities. But you do some various things. Like so, the next Sounds one you kind great. of you just walk and you sort of feel the grass a bit. Then you walk to the herb garden. There's a herb garden that's it's hidden amazing. away. Amazing. 
with so many herbs and you spend 15 minutes just smelling the different leaves and stuff. And I, by this point, now I'm fully hooked. Yeah. So I initially with all that hesitance and then I go into, into the herb garden and they say 15 minutes and like at 15 minutes they called you back. I'm like, no, I'm not done. No, I haven't been through all the herbs yet. They turn around, you've got a camp stove. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, frying yeah. up some chicken yeah, yeah. with some dill. And- <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was incredible because now, so basically the idea is you're, you're, t- you're tapping into different senses. So you, you know, the texture of the oak, you're feeling like it on your hands. Then you're t- t- uh, smelling the leaves, it's your sense of sen- smell. Then you walk through this um, fern sort of garden where there's a r- river and like yeah. a stream running yeah. through. So you're listening to the water. See the bats? Uh, no, the no, bats, no bats huh? yet and stuff. But either way, the final thing was like you're sitting in front of a lake. Why is there a massive lake in the middle of the city that no one told me about? It is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's literally a 15-minute walk from my house. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Why yeah. you should have this is what people need to know when they land in this country. It's in beautiful. Two, in it's 2004, beautiful. when I arrived, people just said, Hey man, there's a lot of great stuff around here. There's Eureka Tower. There's also <laughs> Who is this, of, person? this is immigration. <laughs> and said, oh, you know, you get the MCG. We know you you know you a lot likes cricket, you know, go go to the MCG. <laughs> But also, go to the fucking lake in the botanical gardens. It is one of the most beautiful. Do you take a rowboat? You can can get a rowboat out. You can row around. Like a a robot? No, no, a rowboat. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to get a gondola as well. Apparently, you can get a coffee. You can just sit at a place. You can have a coffee. I didn't know any of this, man. It's amazing. And what you do is you've got uh, the fun is there's all these old little shelters that have been around since the botanical gardens opened. So you can go from like little, this is what my kids love to do. But you go from shelter to shelter to shelter and you've got the big rolling hill. Did you see the big rolling hill? I think I did. I so think that's where I was lying down and I was just yeah. sort of like lying there. So the final exercise before you go and have some Japanese tea and like a Japanese tea ceremony is where you just lie on the grass and just if you want to nap, you just nap, you know? Yeah. Like do whatever you feel like. And I just could not like believe how yeah. – mate, that was I'm, – I'm telling you like I, I'm big on meditation yeah. and all that but and, and and I love my meditation which is works for me really well. But mm-hmm. this as well, I didn't realize how badly I needed it. So – I would urge as many people to go check it out. You know, good on the yeah. Botanical Garden for doing it. It's only 30 bucks. It's really basic. And I think after the first time, you can do it on yeah. your own. And there's and also, there's a great kids area as well. But I just want to say, um, I may have had more, such a dramatic reaction to the session purely because of how lack of nature I had in my life. There totally. could be an element of that. But, man, I loved it so much. Yeah, it's so, so important. It's so important. I didn't important. realize how important, yeah. though. Like I felt so relaxed. I felt like there was just something – there was just no stress in my life yeah. and, and for those two hours because I was away from my phone for the whole two hours. Yeah. And I just felt so happy. Yeah. And, and you know, like it, it, yeah, I was just I, – I took a photo of myself in that moment because I really – and you can see it in my face how yeah. like incredibly like just – Euphoric. Euphoric. That is exactly the that, word. That's man. what it is. Because I, I had so to what do you say? There was some area for kids. Yeah, there's an area there for kids, but also it is just like there's you know there's there's heaps of eels. Do you see a lot of eels on the lake? There's heaps of no, eels. No, I didn't get a chance like, to properly because as a kid when you go there on school excursions, you would yeah. feed the eels and there'd be like it'd be snakes in the water. It was just the most freakiest thing. Right. But then you've got the Rolly Hill, which is wow. I think, yeah, that's the thing. That was Gate O. If you walk through Gate O and then just walk straight all the way down and, and then Gate O and then walk all the way through, it is it is it is a magical spot. Right. But also, it's like uh, for tips and and again, I was you know new to this, but like mm. every time you visit a new city, sometimes you just try and find out where the, 
the botanical garden is. Right. Because sometimes it's like it's a hidden gem. So I, I'm going to Perth on uh, Friday, Saturday. So I might try. I mean, I've, I've been to Park. the Kings Park, but I might, I'm going to do a big run there. But I also thought, you know, check out it and go for a walk. Have a look at that. Look, look how relaxed I look. You do look. There's it's... something very different about me in that photo. Like, yeah. I'm just like, and I all mean, I did yeah. was just sit in nature for two hours. That's all I did. You should head to the Bush Beach again. Like, we've booked a place in Anglesey. Uh, I've got it trimmed. The what? <laughs> so I can imagine. All right. Um, so final, final, final thing. Uh, I've been sitting on this for a while, uh, but I want to share this because uh, it's phenomenal. Uh, this person uh, said I can say their name. Uh, this person's racial, and uh, this is fine. Racial. Uh, so she's <laughs> racial. She- now uh, we got a lot of feedback from Nikki Britton's episode, and yes. so this was uh, sort of uh, commenting on this. But and it was an amazing. Those of you who hadn't listened, it was Nikki talked about a lot, uh, uh, yeah. very heavily about her eating disorders. Um, I had such bad depression as a teen that I vividly remembered in that moment when my dad had a chat with me about why I was hurting myself, right? And then we talked about it in the Nikki Britton ad that I was quite, I was quite moved back about being a dad and having to deal with someone uh, with such a terrible eating disorder. And, 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 and the feedback we've got from that episode, which I thought was great, was it was also nice that two guys were talking about it with a woman who had gone through it. I don't think it's – there's not many formats. Quite often it's a lot of women talking about it. And because we haven't experienced it ourselves and we may have have friends to it. Um, a lot of people came back with responses saying it was, it was quite refreshing. Anyway, my mum uh, always took that role, but seeing my dad in this vulnerable, terrified place, it really got to me. And I thought it was incredible to hear someone to be so honest and open about her battle, uh, battle with mental illness and disease. But I think as someone who has been very comfortable talking about shame, I kept wanting to hug her and say, don't diminish how important your message and your voice is uh, and keep doing it. Uh, but I guess that's the point because you guys mix comedy with humour and it's just a great way to deal with um, difficult issues. So, okay, so this is really the biggest thing I've found, more resolve but self-love and confidence listening to your podcast than I ever thought I would. And that really got to me. I was like, mm. we do love the idea that it just gives people confidence and that they can laugh and listen to us talking about serious issues. And, and others. It's such an important platform uh, that you have not only as comedians who are trusted, but you have an innate ability to brighten up someone's day. But the fact that you're able to d- wrap up such serious topics, which usually taboo and shameful, and uh, be able to openly share it without cotton wooling bullet, cotton cotton wool bullying it. That's a weird word. Uh, but adding cotton, comedy cotton and lightness to it, it is so special. Say that last. Cotton, is it cotton wool bowling it? Yeah, yeah, cotton wool ball. So it's I'm like openly sure shared. Yet. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Without trying to sugarcoat it. Yeah, sug- yeah, totally. Not intended. Yeah, pardon. <laughs> but it's true. And sentence again. So cotton wool yeah, balling it. Uh, yeah, being able to openly share it without putting the cotton wool ball around it, and that's what we do. Like you know, as parents, we do that. Uh, the additional later uh, I found amazing is you, Ben. Um, you're a man and a partner who also, as a dad, represents so many Australian men. And with your openness, it's like a permission slip for other men to get in touch with their own depth uh, as a father. It's quite incredible. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. Thank you so much for the podcast. Oh, wow. Now, that got to me and it really it really moved me. because oh, a bit of tears in my eyes. Actually. Yeah, because I then read that to my partner and I said, look, and we give a lot to these uh to our listeners and and we love it but when we get stuff like that back mm. to us it's just like you have no idea how much it helps us and oh totally and and wants to move us because we do this because we want to get better as human beings mm. we want we want to share our journey and yeah. and do it but when you get 
responses it's funny, like both, that. Both of us have tears. Yeah, we've got tears in <laughs> which our eyes. Which is ironically the that song I played at the start with tears <laughs> in my eyes is actually tears in my eyes, yeah. which I've made. Yeah, which, made, yeah, which we've come full circle. Which, yeah. um, which we can't thank you, and Rachel. It was it, yeah. it's such a movie moving tribute to what. Uh, we are so proud about our Finish podcast. what you were saying. Sorry, I cut you off about the tears. But you were saying that uh, we do this because we we want to get better. We we want to get better. We and we want to make the most out of life. Like what yeah. what seemed like it was just a bet to get yeah. us under a hundred kilos is now turned to you know, man, you're in a garden with fifteen strangers rubbing a tree. <laughs> Like, and they're just getting so much joy out of it. Like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll take us out of it for the moment. Um, yeah, it is quite remarkable, and this is, I'm, I'm, it's almost like we're tooting our own horn, but maybe not quite. I'm sort of saying it's like. It's what the podcast has become because of you guys. Yeah, it's 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 totally. a lot more than we both anticipated or could have even imagined. To the point, I'll be honest, it's really hard to keep doing the pod. It yeah. is it is really difficult for us to maintain the ability to put out an episode every week. And the only reason uh, I know I do it is yeah. because of I know what it's become and how much people appreciate it. Yeah. But also very selfishly, how much it has helped me. Yeah. Do you know what totally. I mean? The the con- the 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 the, uh, the hearing f- from you guys uh, about how much it it w- uh, helps you and has made you make positive changes in your lives has made me feel so good about myself. Yeah. In a way that I never thought I was going to be able to feel that way. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I always know that with stand-up, we do a similar thing where I, I like to think that everyone who walks into one of my shows walks out feeling better. Yeah. Right? Whatever. Even if they just laugh for an hour. If you come to a comedy gig, you're going to leave happier than you in when you walked in. Totally. So I do like that I'm able to do that to stand-up. But this is like another level where people are talking about the way they've taken sort of like ongoing benefits from the pod yeah. and it's genuinely one of the only reasons I keep doing it yeah because like yeah peek behind the curtains it's been really difficult for me and Ben to try and find schedule to because we've got such conflicting schedules yeah um, and in, when I go away we've done a whole episodes where we banked up together and you know t- it took a lot of effort last yeah. week I think we did five eps in the last week totally um, so things like that it is it is all because of Things like this, messages like this, that yeah. that that people seem to really uh, appreciate what we do, and I can't tell you how much that means to us. And 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 we can't thank you. And then it's just so funny because the podcast seems to be uh, growing and growing, which we absolutely love. Mm. And 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 when you share it with people and tell people to pick their favorite episodes, like a lot of people have been coming back, and they've, you know they started with the Peter Hellier episode, like mm. yeah, because they know him, and then they're discovering other people. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, the Nikki Britton episode is such much as I struggle has been shared with a lot of people. So right. again, we we can't thank you. We want to keep the podcast growing. We want to keep doing it because we love it. But again, it's our yeah. way of saying thank, thank you. you back to yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the least we can do is keep uh doing our best to try and uh, bring more interesting people on yeah. and uh you know and try and keep it as engaging as possible. And uh, apologies for the many messages that we do get that we don't end up reading yep, and stuff totally. like that because it's just, you know, there's a lot of them, but it's not going yeah, to appreciate it. But yeah, that's nice. What a, weird, what a great way to end yeah, our, I know. our little break with tears in our eyes. And of course, we have to go one more time. <laughs> <laughs> the jizz in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, we're oh, genius man. at bookending these Everyone, podcasts. ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so and much. Catch, us, uh, catch me in Edinburgh uh, yeah. on those uh, online Instagram. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go.